0: hey hey! welcome once again my friends this is your brother brother craig sims i got my coffee and i'm ready to go okay today we're going to be talking about rejoicing in him now of course i'm talking about rejoicing in god so the question is what does it mean to rejoice in him what well, it means to take joy in or to take delight in our god who is faithful and all-powerful and all-knowing ever present and on our side so with that being said we're going to be coming from habakkuk chapter 3 17 through the 19th verse and i'm going to be reading out of the net version it says when the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines; when the olive trees do not produce and the field yields no crops when the sheep disappear from the pen and there are no cattle in the stalls I will rejoice because of the Lord I will be happy because of the God who delivers me see the psalmist was saying now, regardless of the current negative conditions he was experiencing he chose to rejoice in God knowing him as his deliverer. So that's what Habakkuk was saying there, which brings up my first point. It says, our praise should be unconditional. It is not based upon what we have or don't have, but who we have. See, anybody can praise God during the good times, but it takes a mature believer, one who knows his God intimately, who rejoices in the tough times of life verse 19 says the sovereign lord is my source of strength he gives me the agility of a deer he enables me to negotiate the rugged terrain so number 2 we rejoice in him because we understand where our strength comes from god is the source of our strength without him we are powerless without him we don't have what it takes to negotiate the tough terrains of life so Zechariah 4 and 6 says therefore he told me these signs represent the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel not by strength not by power but by my spirit says the Lord who rules over all and again that's Zechariah 4 and 6 so God was saying now to Zerubbabel it's because of my spirit you're gonna be enabled." To do what I have called you to do. And the point is God is the one who enables us to get through the tough terrains of life. The ups and the downs and the trials and the tribulations we are certainly to face in this life. You know, we all go through. We're all going to go through some things in life. You know, the Bible says many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him out of them all. And it says he is our power for living. So God is our source of strength. Psalm 18 and 33 says, he making my feet like hinds feet and setting me upon my high places. Now a hind is basically a deer. Those little mountain deers that we see walking upon the mountains. Oftentimes they're in places that it seems astounding how they're able to to stand on those steep cliffs and what have you, it's because of the design of their feet. David stated how God gave him the ability to move quickly like a deer upon the mountains, which was where he found safety, which prevented Saul from capturing him and destroying him. See, those mountain deer, what they would do, what they would go up high and seek shelter from predators. So David was alluding to that fact and he was using the deer as an example of how God equipped him to escape from the hand of his enemy, who was Saul at the time. So one twenty-four and six in verse seven say, "The Lord deserves praise, for He did not hand us over as prey to their teeth. We escaped with our lives, like a bird from a hunter's snare. The snare broke, and we escape. See, we rejoice in Him because He delivers us." from the hands of our enemies. And that's my third point right there. See, we have to understand we have a real enemy, the devil, who uses people against us unwittingly. So we have to understand that oftentimes when people come against us, it's not really them coming against us per se, but it's actually the devil using them to come against us and a lot of times these people are completely unaware and oblivious to the fact that they are being used by the enemy so we have to learn how to take our eyes off the people and focus on the enemy behind our enemies in fact the bible tells us that we should pray for our enemies the bible tells us we should love our enemies amen Ephesians 6 and 12 says For our struggle it's not against flesh and blood. So it's not against people, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world, rulers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. That's talking about Satan and his demonic forces. So number four, we rejoice in him. Number four, we rejoice in him because he is our protector. Psalm 121 and three through the eighth verse says, may he not allow your foot to slip. May your protector not sleep. Look, Israel protector does not sleep or slumber. You see, God is not like man. He doesn't need to take a break. God is ever watching over us. Verse five says, the Lord is your protector. The Lord is the shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day or the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect you in all you do, now and forevermore. So God is our protector. He's the one watching over us. You know, if the Lord wasn't on the outside, the enemy would have destroyed us a long time ago. Even in our youth, when we was doing foolish things, even before we knew him, as our Lord and Savior through Jesus Christ, God was watching over us. He He had His angels and round about us, protecting us and keeping us from hurt, harm, and danger. Psalm 92, and one said, "It is fitting to thank the Lord and to sing praises to Your name, O Sovereign One. It is fitting to proclaim Your law, your love in the morning." And you're faithful just during the night. See, God is faithful even when we're not faithful. God is loyal to us. And for that, he deserves all our praise. God desires for us to sing songs to him, to sing praises. And when we are rejoicing in him, a lot of times we, ex- we express that in songs. We express that in singing. And we all the same, the Bible says, sing a new song unto the Lord. You know, it's good. It's a good thing to wake up in the morning and sing songs to God, to praise him with the Bible calls the fruit of our lips. Amen. So with that being said, listen, believer, take time out to rejoice in him. Not because what you have, not because of what you don't have, but just for who he is. So with that being said, listen, I'm signing off. I'm asking that you listen, pray for me and I'll be praying for everyone out there. Be blessed in Jesus name.